Quest Gaming Network is proud to present Rift Reforged. And hello to Lawrence. Our recording date is September 18th, 2014. You, dear listeners, you've found Rift Reforged Episode 5, and we are so glad you're here. I'm your host, Liska, and I've got with me who? TG, you here? I'm here. <laughs> you awake? Mm, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Kendo, you here? I am here, and I am ready to go. I got cheese balls. That's so cool. And Annie, you're there. Uh-huh. Picking up the pieces after my little technological nervous breakdown. Yeah, but That's, look I at am. how well you recovered, right? I mean, yes, I'm fanning yeah. myself madly as we speak. <laughs> for those of uh, for those of you out there who are maybe listening by download later or YouTube later and uh, we are recording at a different time now. We used to be Sunday mornings and it was really great cuz we all had really quiet houses and nothing to worry about and now we've got this change. Thanks TG. Mama Thanks, TG. Nothing like you getting a job and changing your hours. Thanks, TG. Anyway, no, it's good because now <laughs> we're we're casting when we're actually awake in Thursday evenings. So we're, it's, it's cool. But then, you know, you juggle things to make sure you've still got quiet places to record. And uh, we're looking forward to it. Now, tonight, we have so much news for you. Um, particularly about PvP and the coming changes in PvP uh, for Nightmare Tide 3.0. Uh, we weren't expecting to get them this early. At some point, they changed. They moved when the, the live stream was going to be and what the subject was going to be. Um, so I think there's still a lot of discussion about what the ramifications of all these changes are going to be, but we're going to take you through our take on it uh, tonight, plus some other things, because we finally... Um, Aniki had been out on the, the PTS for a long time, but the rest of us had kind of taken our sweet time about getting there. Well, you know, we're going to tell you about what we saw and like why. Spoilers. Yeah, and, and <laughs> a little, couple spoilers maybe. Um, but uh, why we think that it's really worthwhile for people to do and what we're seeing. So, yeah, our new time, recording night time, if you ever want to uh, join us live on Twitch, is Thursday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we are Reforged, and we're with the Quest Gaming Network. And first of all, before we get any further, we'd like to just give a couple of brief shout-outs to two of our sponsors. Um, our show is sponsored in part by TweakedAudio.com. You can get quality headphones uh, from them at 30% off if you use our code off the record at TweakedAudio.com. And we're also sponsored by Audible. Uh, download your free ebook today. No, audiobook, not ebook, at audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork. So, Aniki, I'm already hearing that you had a nervous breakdown. Is that you're, you're good, though? You're looking forward to what we're doing yes. tonight? Uh, yeah, but it, it's I'm on a new computer with new software, and I forgot my password for Skype, and and I couldn't. Oh, it was awful. But somebody rescued. It was at the end of a, it was at the end of a, a long work day. So, <laughs> uh, and it was funny too because um, we're all in uh, uh, Google Docs for our show notes, and we see this icon show up, and we're saying, "Who's anonymous duck?" <laughs> who's the who's the anonymous duck that's with duck us Lar. in our show? Who's duck Ducklar? It turns out it's Annie. She's on a different computer. It's all cool. You're stalking us with a duck mask on. <laughs> and Kendo, you said something about cheese balls. The cheese balls I got. I didn't understand why you're buying Mountain Dew from a wine store. 
Because I was thirsty. <laughs> but it was a wine store. Because he's mixing uh, vodka in it, maybe? Oh, no, no, because my director of operations domestic wanted me to go scope out this new humongous wine emporium that just mm-hmm. opened up today. And what's it like? Is it good? I'm definitely going to be picking some stuff up there. They even have Canadian stuff in there. Ooh. Okay, well, we'll <laughs> talk about syrup, that later. Awesome. Maple syrup, <laughs> Maple syrup wine. It's yeah, called Total, sure. Uh, uh, it, they are not a sponsor. They can sponsor so they want to. Mm-hmm. But it's called Total, Total Wine and More. They have like 8,000 different wines, 3,000 different spirits, 2,500 different beers, mm-hmm. a humidor, Tasting mm-hmm. stations, right, and lots of people that know more about this stuff than I do. And I'm you a bought cheese balls and Mountain Dew. <laughs> I'm a rebel. I hang with the classiest a, people. Honest to God, <laughs> they had a pineapple cider. I'm no, I'm waiting for payday. Uh, oh, see now that that I can relate yeah, to. Okay, I've already scoped out the six pack. I'm going to pick out for samplers. So. Oh. Pineapple cider is one of them. I've got to try this stuff. <laughs> okay, and Tormented, I know that you had your Mountain Dew earlier. Yeah, I'm having another one now. Okay, so you're all I'm set to go. Yep, yep, I'm ready to go. Okay, cool. Quick summary of tonight's show. We've got the news, like I told you, from the live stream. There was precious little in the hot fix this week, but I guess we could be expecting that, given that uh, the whole new expansion is just around the corner. And inspect this is going to be jam-packed full of what we saw on the PTS. Workbench, what topic you got for us, Kendall? I'm going to go over Artificer. Awesome. And I'm really looking forward to hearing more about that since I'm leveling a cleric. And I've got Artificer on one of my tunes, but I've never finished it because I think I got bored. So I'm hoping you're going to inspire me. And Annie, what have you got for our monsters? We have the Fall of Guile. And it's actually, well, I've been so excited all day. I think this is my favorite one yet. It's I love it. Every week yeah. it's your favorite one. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so it's great. Like, but it but I can't help it. No. No, that's <laughs> you know, it's totally how it should be. Okay. So if you're just joining us, who we are and what we're doing. We are Reforged. We play together in the Reforged Guild on the Wolfsbane server. If you're ever looking for us, that's where we are. And we're no experts, but we love this game and we love learning everything there is about it. So if you've got a question, send it to us. If we don't know the answer, we're going to find it out. We have questions for each other all the time. We're always putting our heads together and uh, it's just, it's what we do and we love it and we want to share it with you. So news for this week. Here are your headlines for the current week in Rift. Dungeons and instances. Well, some of you out there might be really surprised to know that something happened with Greenscale this week. You're kidding. Yeah, I know. It's a rare event, right? <laughs> well, again. He's in dinner theater now. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> That's next week. <laughs> you just see it start spreading the news. Yeah, Greenscale. Okay. Lord Greenscale now has the Reaping Spike Thrower, which is a tier three gun. Oh, this, this is the surprise for warriors that they were talking about last week, I think. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's on his normal loot table. So if you happen to be doing tier three rating, which I am not, there's this awesome thing there for you. That's all there was in the hotfix. Live stream. Yeah. Stick. yeah. <laughs> Live stream summary, also known as the PvP live stream. Now, for this, one thing too, we all watched it, and uh, 
there was a lot of information, which was great. Now, even in the Twitch chat, as they were doing the live stream, there were people asking for a summary um, from Ocho. And I think they just may, must be really swamped. He did get something up. He said, you know, here's a, a quick survey, a summary, and it is on the forums. But he himself said, if you really want a, a good summary, go to the regulars, go to Rift Great, um, go to some of the others like that. So given the short notice, because this live stream was yesterday and uh, we're working off it, we've actually been to the PTS to check out some of this stuff for ourselves, but we're going to be leaning heavily on Rift Great summary just to remind ourselves about what was being talked about. So let's see, PvP in 3.0, would it be an understatement to say there are going to be some changes in gear, TG? That would be the understatement of a lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) So give us the bottom line. It is now going to be just gear. In the game. That's pretty much bottom line, yeah. Your PvP gear will be just as viable in PvE and vice versa. Yeah, and we got talking with Lycrios and a bunch of others afterwards, just people who have been playing since the beginning. And apparently it used to be this way, right? That gear was just the same, one as the other, PvP. And then I think I hear that it was around Hammernell that it changed, and then they brought in Vengeance and Valor. I don't know. I'd have to go back and check exactly. But now they're taking Vengeance and Valor out, right? Gone. Is that correct, TG? That is correct. It is now, yeah, gone. It's going to be gone. So it's not gone until 3.0 comes. If you, but what, your, your gear's not going to be taken away. If you've got your PvP gear, you're still going to have it. But what's going to happen is they are going to translate Vengeance and Valor into, uh, other stats, either attack power or spell power or endurance. Mm hmm. And the way you can check, if you want to see what's going to happen to your gear, um, then go to the PTS. And we're going to be talking about that uh, a little bit later in the show. Yeah, we did that. Uh, Yeah, so we will cover that. But um, it's created a bit of controversy, I guess. What do you think it is that people are mostly afraid of? That's just, you know, I don't don't know because I I don't have the greatest PvP gear. So, you know, I I guess, you know, raiders don't want to be, you know, you know, have PvP gear that's equal to theirs. I guess that'd be yeah. the, my only thing. Or is thing it? To maybe look yeah, at. yeah. I'd, it may, I guess it because I mean the endurance seems to end up being higher from what we saw on the PvP gear, or at least it it could be. Um, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like I I have freelancer gear. I on my mage and mm-hmm. yeah. Neither of us has real high gear, but we were looking to see what the equivalents were. I think what I've heard is traditionally the PvPers get really miffed at the idea of a PvE raider being able to walk into PvP and face stomp when they haven't got any PvP experience. Well, that's, you know, I mean, between PvP and PvE, it's all about if you're able to, you know, move around. I mean, that's the, the pe- way PvP is. You yeah. can have the best gear in the world, and you, if you can't adjust to PvP, you're just not going to be very good. I don't give you know, how much gear you have. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you know, it's like they said during this live stream that... Uh, where is it? That if your gear is way better, you're going to be bolstered down. Yeah, exactly. So that's one of the things that we are going to cover. There's going to be bolstering in effect. And we're used to bolstering in, in terms of bolstering you to have the stats so that you can survive in PvP, even if you don't have PvP gear. So there's going to be bolstering up, but there's also going to be bolstering down. So if in, in 3.0, if you go into a warfront, and I guess conquest when they finally bring them out, 
conquests are going to be taken off the table for a while, my understanding. For um, a month. Yeah, until enough people are level 65, and then they'll open them up again. So, mm. um, But if you've got this uh, uber, uber raiding gear, you're actually going to get bolstered down. And, and so bring that. There's going to be a cap. So I guess that's what they're doing to try to quell the fears of PvPers that they're going to get face-stomped. I think you're right. I mean, from everything I've ever seen in, in Warfronts, it's movement. It's all about movement. Um, you know, your spec matters a hell of a lot, but... Yeah, if you can't move, then you're... Well, that's the thing about PvPers, though. They'd be great raiders, you know, because of the fact that they're always very, very aware of what's going on around them. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to know when to, to move, I mean, and get away and mm-hmm. line of sight stuff constantly. I mean, PvPers out there, you know, do some raids, get some get some PvP gear, or PvE gear, mm-hmm. you know? Which is, now gonna be, which is now going to be all just gear. And yeah. so they're saying that there's going to be drops in all sorts of places. What they are assuring us is that the best-in-slot gear is not going to come from lockboxes, um, that there's going to be all the normal ways of getting your best-in-slot stuff. Um, what yeah, you're going to have to earn it and buy it. You're going to have to earn it. You're going to have to and buy it. It's not going to just drop, and it's not going to be that it's closed out to get it from one or the other. Uh, they are increasing the prestige to 100, um, so that's going up. But this I thought was interesting. Prestige will no longer be required for obtaining gear. So, I mean, I was playing Warfronts again today, and I guess part of the reason I was playing it was this. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to get to finally Myrmidon. I'm kind of... I, I don't Mermit no, I'm trying to get a warlord. Who am I kidding? I'm trying to get to Warlord. <laughs> uh, yeah, dreams of grandeur. Anyhow, I'm trying to get to Warlord and it's not too far away and I've got some stuff that I've had out of the Dropbox and I thought, okay, well maybe I can get there farther because a lot of the currencies that they're giving us in PvP, they're gonna be gone. Right? They're taking those away. They're saying favor's still gonna be favor, there, but yeah, all the rest there. is gonna be gone. So I'm looking at my bank and I've got all this warlord gear that I can't wear yet because I'm not high enough level and I'm trying to figure out well so should I try to get to that level so that I can wear it so that I can maybe use it in 3.0 or is the whole point that prestige isn't going to be matter matter so when I get to 3.0 I'll be able to wear my warlord gear even if I'm still not <laughs> that a warlord. Is, that, is, that is a conundrum that you are in. You know, like, I don't with, know. With, you know, can you do it by, by 3.0? You know, can you get to your warlord status? You know, how far is that away for you? I mean, I'm not going to answer that for you or whatever, but. All depends on how many pre-maids I face, <laughs> I guess. Evidently. I won two warfronts today. It was awesome. And then I went into the most dismal conquest I've been to in years. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to go. But, uh, let's see. What else would there be to bring news? Oh, yeah. Um, your gear won't be replaced, just changed. If you've got PvP ga- gear and you've got dream orbs or runes on it, you're still going to have them. So they're not taking away any of those en- enchants. Um, and your PvP gear, when it's changed, um, will include adding hit to it in some cases or all cases. But hit will be part of what you've got. So prestige vials will not change. Guard stat, the new stat that is also going to affect PvP. So that's the thing. We're getting rid of toughness. We know that, right? Tanks aren't going to be dealing yeah, with toughness. toughness. It's going to be, be combined. Mm-hmm. And now so, you have to just go towards hit. That's it. Right. But there's this new stat called guard, which means there's going to be an aura around the, the player that gives a benefit or damage reduction to everybody that's sort of within a certain radius. 
And so apparently that's going to be a benefit in PvP, which is kind of cool, because I guess that will help. I don't know if it'll be anything close to what a healer will do, but it, it might help. Um, Every little bit helps. Mm-hmm. And it sounded to me, I think they said several times, because people kept asking them, what was your intention when you were doing this? Like, why? Like, there's, they thought, there are a lot of people that are saying it's fine the way it is. There's a PvP game, there's a PvE game. No, those people don't have too much to do with each other, but what's the big deal? And the guys on the, you know, Daglar and Ocho and Cole just kept saying, we want the boundaries down in the game. We want there to be lots of things to do in the game, and we want everybody to get into everything. Right. I mean, people that just hit in fresh 60 and they've never done it, and they go into a war front, they, it's, it's, it's rough. It is rough in there, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Right. Take, you know, take the boundaries down, let everybody do a thing, so. Right. Now, I've seen a lot of questions about the one versus one. So here's a here's something um, paraphrased by Riftgrate that I think people might be interested to hear. For open world PvP, damage and healing will be reduced by about 85% so that players don't just melt each other now that Valor is removed. This reduction will apply whenever you are engaged in combat with another player. So I guess that's how they're trying to balance it somewhat, although I believe that we've got a quote from Daglar somewhere saying that in Rift we're not ever going to balance one versus one very, you know, to everybody's satisfaction. So, but they are doing that so that when you're going against somebody in open world, uh, you're not doing nearly the same kind of damage that you are if you're going up against a mob. I don't know. You think that will make you want to do one versus one anymore? No. There we go. You heard it here from TG. Yeah, uh, you're yeah. pretty disenchanted with PvP, aren't you? Uh, I am. I had a, a bad, bad month, mm-hmm. and it's. I've thrown my hands up mm-hmm. in disgust. Mm-hmm. I almost deleted my gear. Um, <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't do that. But yeah, it gets pretty frustrating because sometimes it just seems to be. That yeah, there's nothing that's coordinated enough to go up against anything else uh, against the. Well, you know that so. that was something they mentioned during the live stream was that they're going to make it easier for you know for the healers. They're going to balance the healers out a lot better. Yeah, that's right like, down. Yeah, thank you. That's right. Thank you. It's like I sometimes it feels like I'm going up against with my team having one healer against another team having three or four. It's like what is going on you Mm -hmm. know yeah they've got that under a heading called matchmaking improvements so they're trying to balance healers and dps and um it it, there's an on off switch they're saying that they're going to be testing out in the expansion to see how negatively it affects queue time so i guess what they're concerned about is that if you've been a healer you'll be able to get in real fast and if you're i guess we see that in the lfg system so i guess they're worried that it might be like that but they're still trying to do this um but it won't be with your own personal selection like it is in LFG. You won't be queuing and then saying, I want to go in as a healer. They're saying instead the matchmaking system will take a look at your play history. If you're typically a healer in Warfronts, you might be counted as a healer during matchmaking. Yeah, it's a percentage of what you normally you know, mm-hmm. what you normally do. Whether right. you go whether you go in there as a DPS or you go in there as a heal is completely up to you, but Mm-hmm. But yeah. I could see how that would work, too, because if you get into a group and your whole party is sort of saying, geez, we don't have enough healers, and you know you can heal, chances are, in order to win the war front, you'll step up and heal. 
I have done that, and I've mm-hmm. <laughs> on my rogues when I was leveling my rogue. Yeah, you know, I was doing low level PvP, um, and there was times where like we had no healer, or the healer was dying all the time, and I just. <laughs> at spawn, slapped together a physician build as fast as I possibly could and yeah. just went out there and was just spamming the living hell out of the buttons, you know, mm-hmm. trying to figure <laughs> yeah. out some kind of rotation, you know, yep. like this, hopefully this works, you know. Yeah. And, you know, you know, so we're, yeah, so they're looking for a smart match that will <laughs> say, okay, you might want to, might not play it out, but we know you can, we know you can, so maybe you'll do it for your team. Mm-hmm. They, I thought I had to laugh because they so were sort of making fun of, well, sort of, they were, Really making fun of Cole on this this losing streak adjustment thing. I'd love like that. That, that was yeah, nothing hilarious. on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ken knows worse than I am. Sometimes. Ken and I would be on different teams. <laughs> yeah, We'd so be opposite each other. So basically, the the bottom Being line of that eight year olds. Yes, that mm-hmm. would be me and any. If you happen to be on a losing streak, the matchmaking system will try to pair you up so that two players on a losing streak will be on opposite teams. So they'll say, this isn't working. (laughs) Kendo, if you you want to go in and you actually want to dominate, wait till... uh a conquest is is engaged, and then queue up for a regular war front because most of the. the I don't know why I never players, thought of that. Yeah, go in there into a, a regular war front while everybody else is in conquest, and you probably end up dominating. <laughs> or getting killed by an unstable artifact. I'm not, yeah, I'm not guaranteeing any of that, but with my spec, this I, you know, this will make sense for you to do something like this. So okay, we can't wait. So right. I just like that this idea of okay, this team isn't working. Let's break them up. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Conquest, yeah, we already talked about this. Uh, conquest power, or the conquest will be turned off until a decent number of players are level 65. Makes um, sense. Makes sense. And conquest power is completely gone, as are conquest perks. Not ever having done enough conquest, I don't quite get all that, but I gather it was kind of a busted system, so nobody seems to be complaining about that. And they're saying they're probably going to maintain the weekly conquest quest. The conquest quest. That sounds funny to say. Weekly conquest quest that will reward the new tokens <laughs> once CQ is back up. Um, and maybe they're talking about a new conquest map, which even I would would like because I've run around still more and um, steps of infinity enough. Thank you. But it won't be there for release of 3.0. So there won't be any new PvP quests on launch. Ah, they like that people seem to be excited about the fact that PvP looting is going to be automatic. So you don't have to stoop down and gather the gold off the corpses. Um, Seastone is going to stay PvP, I guess. And somebody suggested that wouldn't it be great if we could have an item for dimensions that would allow PvP bolstering. And I thought that when we built our PvP um, dimension. Yeah, when I was destroying everybody. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, you had to put that in there. But hey, yes. It was 5v1. Come mm-hmm. on. Uh, I, you, I, I did kill you. Me. I kill yes. you. Mm-hmm. I, I mentioned started, it. I just said it. <laughs> I started to feel bad for you. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Anyway, I remember Hypa saying, yeah, he, he's ready. <laughs> he killed us all. You're ready. Um, and so Daglar said it was a great suggestion, but no promises. Uh, so we'll maybe we'll get back to that. And they have no intention to add rewards for arenas, such as the five versus five. But they said that, you know, awesome shout-outs to the godlike arena and whatnot where that's happening. You've watched some of those, right, TG? I watch quite a bit of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I love watching them. 
Mm-hmm. I don't like reading the chat r- chat room in Twitch, but mm-hmm. I love watching them. Oh, yeah. I, if there's, there. I just turn the chat off. But anyway, awesome. The mastery system, I guess, would be the next thing that they... I don't know if they were covering this in the live stream. I don't think so. They did that the week before, but... Um, We've got some notes here about how they work. We've mostly covered them. When I went out to the PTS, I was seeing that uh, they look pretty incredible. But I'm figuring that Vlad hasn't caught up yet or he's been working on something else. So that's why the Warrior and the Rogue ones aren't. They, they appear to be incomplete. I don't know for yeah. sure. I'm just guessing at that. But I was looking at, you Everything know, you guys are always giving. Right now. What's a, it's all in progress. But, I mean, you guys are always giving me a hard time about warriors. And then I look at the warriors' mastery, and right now it's like they have maybe less than one-fifth of the damage in the mastery points that the cleric has. I said, okay, so cleric's going to be able to do 57k damage with one of these things, according to the PTS, and the warrior's going to be able to do seven? Yeah. <laughs> I, it's not finished. It's got, be, yeah, I'll exactly. Be you'll I'll be, be high. Yeah, you'll be, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned for that. We're going to keep watching it, um, but but it's in process. Those The masteries, um, just to recap from before, that's what we're going to have instead of them expanding the soul tree. So we've got five more levels above 60 when 3.0 breaks, um, but they aren't going to um, deconstruct that. Oh, I remember why they talked about this in the live stream. They were answering the question of why they hadn't redone the soul stream or the soul tree. Because the dev team said there would be a great burning if they did. Yeah, they said they yeah. they wanted to prevent massive nervous breakdown on the <laughs> the class um, devs because if you then had all those variations and and they said that it would be virtually impossible to create viable hybrid specs that if you expanded it all by ten more points, which I think they said would really be seventy, going from sixty one to seventy points, it yeah. just you you couldn't do it. I love the idea of the masteries anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Apart from that, I think that the the flexibility of it is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I looked much more closely at it after you described it last week, and mm-hmm. I think it's going to be really, really exciting. Yeah. Okay, so that covers it from what for our take from the live stream. So uh, I'm sure that if PvP is really important to you, you already have been engaged in the discussion on this, and we would love to hear what it means to you and how it will be affecting your gameplay um, or how you imagine that it will be. And we're going to be watching um, kind of what it does with ours. But you know, we always I might go know. back to PvP. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> well, at some point. I think we're not going to be able to risk Hypa. He's going he's gonna to drag us back no matter what. Kicking and screaming. Course. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to have to bring my warrior in there for Hypa. Mm. Oh, yeah, he wants a pocket healer. Yeah, he wants his pocket <laughs> healer. You said that... Um, you saw a lot of things out on the PTS, so Annie being the first one that went to the PTS, Annie, why don't you tell anybody out there who's not familiar with what it is, um, what it is and how they can access it? Well, it's kind of like a beta, really. I mean, they, the devs put things up there to test it. And, and that's actually what your job is when you go there. It's not just to go play and splash around and see what goodies are coming. It's really your job to try things out Report any bugs that you see, any problems that you see. Um, try to break this, it. Mm. Yeah, try to break it. Try to do something. Now, with that in mind, remember anything you see there is subject to change. Right. It's it's not necessarily what's going to be in the game. So mm-hmm. so that's always good to remember. 
Right. So, and how would somebody um, access this? Well, the first thing I, I did, actually, I went to the general discussion under public test shard. Yeah, because there's a thread on the forum. You mean on the general rift right, forum. Right, on the general rift forum, right, at rift game. Mm-hmm. Um, you go there, there's a sticky. First thing you see, it's called Welcome to the Public Test Shard. Start here. So I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, uh, Kiwi Bird, a community manager, very helpfully gives you, tells you exactly what you need to know to set it up, get it started, and how to copy your character to the to the public test shard. And I, yeah, so I'd highly recommend it because that's where I started, and I went and I looked at that yesterday, yeah. and I thought it would be, you know, a really difficult process, and it it really wasn't because what it ends up being is your general glyph screen where you look at. If you look up in the right hand corner of the screen, there's a drop down, and mm-hmm. whatever servers you usually play on, whether it's North American or European, then that will be showing in the window. But if you hit the drop down, you'll see PTS. Right. And if you hit that, then you get an install. And then you mm-hmm. just go from there. Now, for me, I had to actually install it on a, a different drive. It's it's pretty much the same size as the original game, right? Yeah, it's it, it's you're installing two games basically, mm-hmm. and when when one is down, so is the other one. Okay, I tried so that. Can, uh, <laughs> just in case. When we were DDoS, you went and gave that a well, shot. No, oh. no, this was actually a, a, during a different one. This was during when they were updating the regu- you know, during oh, okay. the regular Wednesday morning games. I thought. Well, maybe they're not updating the other one, but they are. Or they're all down. Every- right. No, I'm optimistic. Go well, good for you, because <laughs> you never know. Give it a shot. I Just like when I was out there, I went and clicked on the quest giver for getting into Nightmare Tide. But, you know. I know. It's not working I, yet. But yeah. you it's can click chase. on it. Well, it one is. Thing, once you get there, there, when you get, let's see, it's in the middle I don't know where it is in Sanctum, but if you, in Meridian, you go to the center of the big plaza there, mm-hmm. and you'll see a sparkly thing that looks like a trap. Yes. That will take you to the Gollum Foundry. Now, yeah. there are some goodies that you can try. Oh, and at Tempest Bay, it's just uh-huh. right beside the, yeah. the uh, port there. Kendo showed me how to do that one. Then right. I went to Gollum Foundry. Gollum then I Foundry found the other sparkly, fa- sparkly traps, and I was there on my Guardian, and I went, oh, the red one looks nice. Oh, my God, I did that, except I went to the blue one. <laughs> and so I ended up plunked in the middle of Meridian with all yep. the guards beating on me, so I had to turn around and come back real quick. Oh, you but got yeah. to turn around and come back? I died. No, and I managed I to turn around. My, yeah. it, it worked out okay, but it yeah. was exciting no, I, for a second. I, they killed me like boom. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. so Don't that's step basically on the wrong color. <laughs> right. Pick the right color. So the PTS is is worth an investigation, and yeah. that's where they'll be testing out um, the new stuff. Now it isn't open all the time, and they don't have everything available all the time. But right. sometimes is a good time to go, and we found it pretty interesting. So mm-hmm. Kendo, I know you were there almost all day, and TG, you were looking at different stuff. Which one of you wants to go first? I'll let Kendo go because I just uh, I have some quick tips for people so okay go ahead, Kendo. Kendo. one i got my some of my nightmare tie goodies um i saw what the nightmare tie portrait looks like and i'm gonna stick with my elite portrait i like it better um mm. i out- activated the bag slot 
and put a bag in there so I can already tell whenever Nightmare Tide actually goes live live. I'm now this, 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 time. yeah, you probably just said this, but let me be clear. If I just zoned out, you have these things on the PTS because you bought the digital edition. Exactly. So if you went out there and you hadn't bought it, you wouldn't have these things. No, they still be locked. Okay. Um, there is a, uh, extra slot on my vault. So now I have, since I bought two, so I had Thank the original, God, it's first open. one I bought, second one I bought. And then the third one I got with the Nightmare Tide. So I have four slot, vault slots open, and it keeps cascading. I picked up a new pet, a new minion, um, say helmet. I will a cosmetic helmet which will never. Well, no, it'll probably go on a bank ten. <laughs> and basically some other stuff. Um, I went and checked out the crafting, what little I can. The nice thing is, if you have a beta key access, this thing is, the PTS is the beta. But it doesn't work unless you have a beta key access. So, mm. if we had one, that's why Tempest Bay is so empty, because everybody's off in the, in the beta area. Right. There's and it was empty. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the crafting changes, they have some, some changes going in that. You can, through the minion system, you can get the new crafting mats. You can pick them up there. Um, they already have the uh, crafting marks. The Grandmaster and Masters already have their quantities up. Now you can have 500 Grandmaster and 1,000 Master Marks. And they're supposed to be costing, and the new recipes from what I've read are supposed to cost a lot more. Mm. Um, they have these changes, which I don't really care for much, but I can see where they'd be useful. Uh, in the mini-map, where you have a little arrow up or down from where something pops up, it's going to show a different elevation. This is supposed to help you in Nightmare Tide since it's all so much up, down, left, and right. In it's, the water uh, with all those layers. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the PvP gear changes have gone to effect, and we're going to be hearing PvP stuff until probably a month after Nightmare Tide launches, because mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. completely rewriting this, and lots of people are just completely up in arms about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, going to be a big adjustment. And on the huge. on the PTS, we've noticed that there is no more PvP category in the Rift Store. None. It is gone. Mm-hmm. Though you can still buy the PvP boxes. Those are still those are in with the regular mm-hmm. other boxes. And you will still be able to spend favor, apparently. And yes, you'll be able a- to buy some items out of the equipment category in the Rift Store. And apparently, you can still buy items from the vendors in Tempest Bay. And Meridian. I, I saw that somewhere that the PvP vendors will still have things for sale. But a lot of the items that you can only get with the currency that's disappearing, they're going to go. So if you want something, get it now. Yeah. And I played a lot with the minion system as much as I could. I bet. Um, the big change, which I am really not happy about, is your 10 hour, your longest mission, is now it costs credits to even launch this thing. Yeah, I heard this. Down, down. There is yeah. a post on the forums, which somebody, because we were talking about it on the forums even. I even put a post on the forums about this. And uh, Daglar has responded, not in my thread, but another one, stating that the Minion system is still in flux and we are still deciding what we want to do. So I'm hoping that at least to launch it, it goes to something besides credits. Because mm-hmm. if it stays credits, I will never do a 10-hour mission. Ever right. Now. Yeah. And we were talking with another player last night who was really also quite upset about that. And apparently, because they'd been on the PTS before we got there, and it used to be you could launch it with not a very big amount of plat as well yes. as credits. And, and then that's like the, gone. 
And it looks like, yeah, Platt's just not going to be an option. But he said also, if you look at it, that there seems to be a slot open, like a space on the 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 UI where you could put, where, where something else should be a different kind of currency. So it was that person's opinion that they well, were still thinking about it. And that thread seems to bear that out. That's what Dagler yeah, that said thread today. Yeah, that thread said that Dagler talking about having a, a currency that you get from running missions with minions that you can use to hurry up missions and they may end up using that to right. launch the big mission. Now, did either of you... Did either of you get your minions come back? Because I sent yes, Sophie yeah. on a one-minute mission, and I was there for 15 minutes, and she didn't come back. So, it was you know, yeah, I went it to was that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a, that, that, the one-minute one seems a little buggy because I had to log out and log back in. Ken told oh, me okay. that. Well, when yeah, we're yeah, done this, better. I'll go check and see if she's come back and see what she's got. So what kinds of things have they brought back? Just some artifacts, some uh, dimension items, which I just destroy because I don't care about dimensions. Mm. Arshan's cringing, but that's okay. He'll get over <laughs> it. Um, some some of the new mats. It really the stuff they bring back is nothing really that extravagant, but mm-hmm. it's kind of nice. It's just a nice little mini game. That's basically all it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they do faction. And each and minions can be tuned toward missions too. Like your bloop minion you get if you buy the fifty dollar, one hundred fifty dollar expansion, is geared toward going on faction missions to get faction, and it's water. So if you send it on a water okay. faction mission, it's going to do a lot better. And I'm really curious to see how well these things drop in the open world. The next topic is sidekicking. Yes, and no, you don't get to be Batman. Oh, okay. <laughs> What does it mean? That means somebody is mentoring up to join you. Okay. So if, say, my brother jumped on Rift and he wanted to come run with me and he could mentor up and his gear would not be that well, but he could still do it and join me out in the Storm Legion or wherever. Okay, so that's I, what the mentoring up thing is yeah, called. It's I have called not messed with it. I mm-hmm. probably never will, actually. Where did you find that option in the UI? I didn't. Oh, so it's, it's just there. You right click on your portrait. Oh, okay. Like, all right. That would make sense. Like when you can adjust your own level. Mm-hmm. So it'll be another one of those things. Cool. Okay. So now let's head into spec this. So, TG, what, what were you playing with today on PTS? I was just basically searching the Rift Store and checking out my PvP gear to with my mage. Because I've done PvP with my mage and my rogue mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I did that. My tip, though, for this <laughs> was is um, to go into equipment when 3 point or help, you know, even now... Uh, Go into equipment and possibly if you have favor and you you don't plan on doing PvP or even if you do, to equip your to buy yourself a, the focus. I'm on my rogue right now in game, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at the PvP focuses, and they've changed that now to where you can buy let's say the level fifty one, but you still get your four lessers and your two graders un- um, unlocked for you on your uh, your sigil, mm-hmm. and this guy happens to be a guardian. 
Um, Yay. <laughs> I'm waiting for that one. You are so blessed. For yeah, for twenty-seven thousand favor, which is very, very easy to do. I mean, you could do a couple of matches and get that done within, you know, like an hour or two, and get twenty-seven thousand. If you go in there and you do that and you do the PvP, and you could buy the Planner Focus, the Battlemaster's Sigil, which it, it does have the two graders and the four lessers opened up for you, but it also gives you endurance plus ten, where right. the other sigil of the five does not. So it, it's know, a boost to endurance. So, for instance, for burst. when I redo yeah. my tanking sigil, this might be the way to go. There you go. Hey, yep. TG. Yeah. Do you think it might be worthwhile if you're fairly new 60 to go do your PvP and buy the trinket? Since those are so hard to get. Mm, I have the trinket on this tune, I believe. I have to look at it. I seem to remember we thought that the trinket was a, a really worthwhile to get. In fact, I think I used my PvP trinket in PvE for a long time until I, until I got a better one. The only trinkets I've been able to get, they drop from experts, raids, or you sometimes get them out of your weekly crates. That's where I've got mine is from the crates. That's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. If you're a new 60 and since that year is going to be normalized to where it's not, it's going to be useful both ways, you might want to go ahead and get the trinket. That one I have to look at because um, I don't have the trinket. I have the trinket on my other tune, on my mage. I'm on my rogue right now in game so I can keep an eye on what's going on. But uh, I think you're right, Kendall. I think that might be the best way to get a trinket. Well, I'm looking at this at the seal too. I mean, for for my mercenary seal, I get plus fifty three endurance and plus twenty eight crit power, to where my other one is you know plus eighty uh, dexterity and plus twelve crit power. So it's like, what do you want more? Do you want dex? Do you want endurance? You know, you can equip that to where if I feel like tanking, I can put my mercenaries on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that what you've just said reminded me of something we were going to mention before, and I forgot. And that was one of the other things that's going to be interesting to look at when they switch this PvP gear over are the runes. Because those um, PvP runes that have vengeance on them right now, um, like for your shoes and something, like there's a couple things that they, I think the rings and there's, yeah. So there's a few things that you can get in the store that are PvP exclusive runes. They're going to now have double stats on them, and in some cases, they're going to be a better combination of stats than the notoriety runes. That they'll have, you know, endurance plus something, whereas the notoriety only had that whatever other thing on it was. So there's a better combination. So when this happens, if you haven't been checking out PvP runes because you didn't really do that before, go and have a look because um, it looks like they might actually produce a better combo stat from what I'm seeing right now. Yeah, I have a lot of studying coming up with a lot of my, well, Mm -hmm. my mage not so much because he does have upgraded, almost fully upgraded expert dungeon gear. Mm -hmm. So my PvP gear is cosmetic at this point. Um, Mm -hmm. For this character, I mean, I've done mostly you know, uh, PvP with this character. I do have gear to get him into dungeons. I mean, his hit is at 370. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that was just if we needed him to come in yeah. to, do, to do it. You know, and that was That's for, what we've know, been doing with our alts, yeah. Yeah, so it's, I just got him enough, you know, Infinity Stones and Bottom World gear and, and, and ruined it out and blah, blah, blah. Just squeeze him in. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, my, my cleric's the same way. I don't really play my cleric that much. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but but back to the focus. Uh, the next one, which is the Conquest Master Sigil... That's plus 25 endurance that you can have on your sigil. 
mm-hmm. your planner focus. And okay. that's only 56,000 favor. And then there's the more, I can't even pronounce this word, <laughs> mortiferous sigil. Or, or, you know, if you're defiant, it'll be the source engine. Okay. Um, it's plus 50 endurance and plus 20 resist all. So, but that one's going to be, um, Warlord's Mark of Conquest. So there's, and I only have like 3,000 marks but of I Conquest. But I thought they said they were taking those out of the game. Right That's now. That's why you before it happens. Uh, yeah, oh, so right now. Oh, so you're saying you buy them before. Yeah, if you were a, 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 you know, a casual PVPer, yeah. some of the, I mean, I might start going back to do PVP, just Conquest alone and, and get some of this stuff. It's only 9,600, uh, Warlord of Market Conquest. So, I mean, you can also buy this with Rift credits. So, there's that too. If you want to. Yeah, if they don't take it away. But I think I get what you're saying now because we all know that the prices that you see on anything on the PTS are particularly likely to change. So, who knows what they're saying. But, But if we know what it costs in the live game, the PTS is giving us a good idea about what the stats change will be. Right. So, maybe it's good to go and get them now if you've got it. Oh, that's okay. what that's what I'm that's that's what I'm probably going to be working on until 3.0. Now that I saw this, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm pretty pretty excited about getting this together instead of having because I had Vengeance and Valor on it before, and I'm like, okay, that doesn't really work for PVE. So mm-hmm. now now it's working on just one focus for PVP or for, for sorry for for DPS, and then having another one just for my uh, healing spec. Very cool. And what did you say the max endurance was on that top one? The max endurance was is plus fifty, and then Holy plus twenty, yeah, and plus twenty to resist all. So which that, is really, yeah, resist all is really the only thing to me that I want to have. If well, if I can, I mean, the other things are. And, you know, and if you wanted to spend the the rift credits, which I highly recommend you do sometimes because mm-hmm. it pays for the game, it pays the people to make the game. Mm-hmm. Please mm-hmm. buy it. Yep. Um, it's only twenty seven hundred credits. You know, and the smaller one that I told you with plus ten. It's mm-hmm. 540 credits. So, I mean, if you don't want to do PvP, you don't want to go get the favor. I mean, getting this, These things you know, are going to be turned into something useful. If you want to see how useful, go to the PTS, see it for yourself. Well, of course, you have to buy it. No, you can see it in the store over there. Good tip. Yep. And I, you know, as being on the PTS, I also checked out my Shimmering Nightmare Orb, which is basically the dream, the, the dream orbs. Mm-hmm. And this character didn't have any orbs on his gear because they're expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't play him very often on, for, you know, PVE. So I, I use this. I'm like, this would be awesome. You know, as you're leveling from 60 to 65, I bought, okay, I bought the $150, uh, yeah. expansion pack. Everybody knows this. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I applied this stuff to my, to my gear. So my helmet, I got plus 17 to endurance. My cape has 11 in dexterity plus six endurance. I mean, so the, it, it actually works, and it, and it works very well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, those I'm, aren't those aren't incredible stats, but they're, they're no, but fine. They're, they're so good. More points than he had. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's more points than I had. To, as I'm leveling, you know, it, it's perfect. Throw that on a new piece of gear, and then when, when when I hit 65, and I finally get the gear that I want by the the dream orb that I need, and apply it, and you know, hope I get the stat because it, it is a random chance of what you get. I had to put uh, on my mage. I had to put, I think, three orbs on one piece of gear just to get what I wanted. Right. Which, yeah. Which, which was it could be expensive because they're like forty plat a piece on the auction yeah. house. Yeah. 
And then the thing that I found out about the gear wise for PvP gear versus you know what with my freelancer, I I'm looking at it right now, my chest guard is better in armor. Mm-hmm. And mind you, I only have uh, the Imperial Conqueror's tu- tunic, so that's just like your basic war- uh, world gear. Um, so my armor's at 3,000, over, a little over 3,000 on my Freelancer's gear, and then my armor on my Imperial tunic is 2751. Mm-hmm. So obviously my Freelancer's has better armor, but my dexterity on my world gear is 81, and my dexterity on my Freelancer's is, is 60. Yeah, and so you're gonna be you're yeah. gonna be trading up a little bit yeah. of stats. Yeah, you know yeah. my strength on my you know on my world gear is 55. My strength on my freelancers is 42. Yeah. But here's where it changes up. My endurance on my on my chest piece on my war uh, war world gear. I want to say warlord for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, is my endurance is 57 on my P, uh, PVP gear? It's 88. Yes. So. Yeah. And that's the same that because we were out there at the same time and I was looking at mine and it seemed to be the same thing. I think Kendo, you described it as a lateral shift. That more or less, the, yeah. Not, I mean, your PvP could be gear, your translated PvP gear because it won't be PvP anymore is better in armor and endurance in most cases, but not as high in the other stats. When me and Lycrios were talking yesterday, right after the live stream, that we pretty much like looked at it because he he jumped right on the PTS and he had some Mervidin gear and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and he. Uh, and then he upgraded to the relic. That the freelancer gear is equivalent to baseline uh, expert dungeon gear as of right now, mm-hmm. and your war uh, warlord is almost equivalent to tier one, and then your merman is tier two, and then your merman and relic is two point five. So it's like it's it's in between. Right, tier because three, they were saying two. that no class of this is going to get you in off the bat into 65 expert dungeons. Right. Nope. Yeah. Okay, so is the... Oh, last topic I want to hit on real briefly. How'd you like the die? I absolutely love the die. I, I went a little crazy. I mean, this is not my real characters. I mean, they, they, look, they are my characters, <laughs> but I am... Obsessed, so I like just went with every piece of gear that I have, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I just I shadowed the crap out of them. <laughs> TG yes. went full goth, totally yeah. full goth. And well, is the black die is the black die worth it? We have. You were worried that it was not going to be. I I was worried that it wasn't going to be yeah. as good as the exceptionally black die, mm-hmm. and it is just as good. So for anybody if that's a naysayer, not better. It, yes. it, yeah, if not better, it, I. Everything that I have right now that I'm wearing is double blacked. It's ridiculous. I look ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. some gear, some gears mm-hmm. looks good with double black. Yeah, a lot of the gear does not. Um, yeah, but you don't so care. I, and I, if I, you I, could I, dye your shark black, you would, wouldn't you? I would love to be able to to dye and or maybe slightly tint weapons, <laughs> uh, mounts. You know, it's like. Yeah, I, I understand. Tryon uses the same thing over and over again; just changes the skin up a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, for the well, why can't wise. you change the color? Okay, cool. <laughs> so we're going to wrap that up there. And thanks everybody for all your inquiry into our beginning look at the PTS and letting people know what we see. And uh, we'll keep doing that and let you know when we see anything interesting. Um, but now, Kendo, take us into the workbench.
today we're going to be talking about artificers. What the artificer makes is they make wands, stabs, rings, necklaces, totems, and tomes. This is Most of this stuff is used for your cleric and your mage, so the rings and the necklaces are used for all classes. And the, uh, the rings are what I use for our new 60s and guild to help get their hit up to where they can start doing experts. You can make some pretty nice rings with this. Um, being an artificer, you will be making the seal for clerics because you will be making the wisdom seals. And your enhancement items that you can create as an artificer are power stones, which add to spell power, and mana stones, which adds to your available mana. Those are four-hour buffs for mages and clerics because mana and spell power does nothing for a warrior or a rogue. It's a pretty good system to have. Um, artificing is used as a workbench. Um, you go over there and hit it, and you use metal. You use gemstones, which you get from mining because you'll get uh, marlstones and rich marlstones if you're, in, say, in Storm Legion, and you'll break those down into the gems you need. And there's lots of different gems. And you use, you'll use some metal and you'll use some gems. You'll use some wood also with some recipes, most notably your, your staves and your wands. And you can create nice little boosts. Um, your mated gathering professions with artificer, if you want to have foraging and mining, if you want to go ahead and get 375 artificer, because you'll be going through a lot of metal, a lot of metal and a lot of gems. And, but it's one of the, better uh, professions out there. You can make some pretty good money just making rings and selling them. Mm, because everybody needs rings. Yes, everybody's going to need rings. Um, for some reason, they didn't do real good with the necklaces. How the rings are... Do you, you get the rings, which add plus 53 hit. and Yeah. But the necklaces, they just they got no love. No love at all. I've noticed that. The rings that you made for me, I'm still wearing. You know, um, at the necklace, I think I've replaced with a drop from somewhere. Um, but the rings last for a long time. Yeah, uh, really, the rings. Uh, there's you don't replace them until you start doing raid gear, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but everything else, you're going to end up going ahead and replacing. And of course, you get the various different. Uh, a lot of your your cleric augments come from artificer too. So. But it's a real solid profession. It's really we can make some pretty decent money with it, and but you definitely want to. You're going to be going through a lot of mining mats and some foraging mats to do it. So is I guess that's why it, I, it seems to me to be incredibly expensive. Like I have a really tough time keeping up with my dailies for artificer. I never seem to have enough ore. I never seem to have enough wood. And gemstones. Uh, <laughs> oh, the sphalerite. Oh my yes, god. Yes, that's the one. I've got a ton Nightmare. of that. I have a Do ton. You? Yes, I have a ton. I didn't know you Share needed it. Share the wealth. What? Oh. Mm. No. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I'll, I'll spot you, Sparrowlight, uh, in return for Wandering Stars. I have so many of those. <laughs> I have like 300 of those things. <laughs> wandering Stars or Sparrowlight? Wandering, wandering Stars. I only have about 40 oh, Sparrowlight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk. Between yeah, me, and, me and Kendo, we have about you know 500 of them, so... Let me wow. make you an offer you can't refuse. No <laughs> right? kidding. Okay, so it's it, it's the gems. I don't know. For me, I never have enough elm, but that's because I stopped going too. to Eastern Holdings or something. Exactly. And, and so i got to get back there. Now, you said something last week about the boxes being particularly good. Yes. Artificer gives you the foraging mats and the mining mats and the gems. 
So when you're going out, like say where you get your weekly quest, there's a vendor that sells boxes. If you just you're maxed out on your master's marks, mm-hmm. and you start buying those artificer boxes, and you can bank on some mats from those things. Right, because I find I, that's that the- also the easiest grandmaster rift to do too for ga- for crafting rifts. Mm-hmm. I can knock an artificer rift out in probably about six minutes. Right. Okay, so if you're going to solo a grandmaster, or, yeah, grandmaster crafting rift, that's the one to do. Oh yeah, is what you're saying. Okay. It's the most cost to time effectiveness, as awesome. we found out that armorsmith is the one that drops the most beasties. Which is why we did it for the guild quest when we had to kill nine hundred rift creatures. It took about eleven ar- eleven armorsmith uh, rifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was a good time running from yeah. one to one. I don't think it was that many. I think it's more like seven. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It, was, it was good. Okay, so that's because I know when I buy, for instance, a weaponsmith box um, or an armorsmith box, I get these little pieces of things that seem to be useless all the time. Uh, you'll get some vendor trash in there, which mm-hmm. just sell it. it it's extra money. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll also will get some stuff for making augments. Sometimes, and sometimes you'll just get flat out augments themselves from the right. boxes. But the stuff like the metal scrap and the leather scrap and stuff like that, that's used to making your lower level augments. Oh, I always wondered what those were for. I just put um, them in the guild bank. Figure, let somebody else figure it out. Yes. <laughs> so you, so when the guild bank is full of stuff, you have yourself to think. Yes. No, 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 no. Because if there's <laughs> a stack of ninety nine in there, mm-hmm. I'm rift storing it up and selling it. I, I have you know three stacks already in my own bank. I don't need any more. Yeah, I'm just doing that. <laughs> so and I just cleaned the guild bank, thank you. So Yeah, I have to I give you take it anymore. There I was know. like four stacks of spell sponge. So I'm like, okay, I made some bags and then I put the, a bunch of stuff up on the auction house and trying to sell that to make some money for the guild. It was just so, a mess. It, it was a total mess. Um so props to you on that. I it scared me when I saw it and I saw how clean it I mean What did was, you do? I know I it was, was frightening. I was wondering if he wore his maid uniform when he cleaned it. I should have. I should have went on my teaching. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, like a little feather duster. And used my feather duster with it. I should have done that. I should have. Ro- I should have role played it. Arishan, well, where were you tonight? Now. <sighs> <laughs> See what he, happens. He yeah, is a, he is a pretty handsome guy. Mm. <laughs> your your guy when he wears the. the did you the, clean it with your dwarf? I should have, yes. I should've. Wearing the maid uniform. <laughs> yes, I should have. That is priceless. <laughs> and on that note, thank you for Artificer Kendo. And uh, I think we're now we're going to... That's actually a good segue from TG's dwarf in a maid costume to Here Be Monsters. You best be on your guard, boy. Here you're off the map. Here there be monsters. today this is another of the tales of the deep um this one's the fall of guile now starting last week these stories have taken us now from talara into the plain of water and we're learning more about what's happening there right um the there's just a couple of words that because when i saw these words i'm like huh what is an erinies okay so You'll when you get to it. If you're going, huh? Remember, an Arinies is another name for the Furies, and 
a Razudan. From what I can tell, Razudan, they're beings from the plane of water, maybe nobility. I wasn't clear on it when I was reading about it. I, it may be nobility or may it may have been this one character that is a Razudan. Not in the story, but I was trying to find out what a Razudan was. Anyway, okay. um, I really don't have a lot to say because there's not a whole lot of background since this is all new to us. So I'm just going to read the story. All right. Lelia the sage flopped through the shallow water at the base of the Tree of Guile. Though she could breathe the air perfectly well, the mermaid found life on the surface painful and exhausting. She grimaced as the terrain grew rocky and hauled herself in onto a ledge where she could watch her line of deep ones stretching into the distance. One after the next, they crawled up and around the life-giving tree, each carrying a container of water on its back. Lelia sang a tune of refreshment to ease both her aching tail and the clawed limbs of her charges from Dabori village. They were a sweet, shy people who had been badly used by the abyssal dragon Achilleos. After the dragon's death, the poor creatures had needed help to recover. Queen Dronia had personally asked Lelia to swim to the reef and tend to their healing. Not long after, the spout appeared and began funneling the reef's ocean skyward. As the water drained away, many spread rumors of impending doom. But Lelia was a healer. She believed miracles could happen if you were willing to put in the work. So she led the Deep Ones on a daily pilgrimage to the Coral Mount where they spread up and across the tree to nourish and soothe its branches with containers of water. Lelia suddenly felt an intense heat. Beside her stood a little creature wreathed in flame. Who are you? asked Lelia as the imp flipped through a book. Are you in pain? He coughed, wiped something from his chin, and pointed up at the sky. And there appeared a great wonder in the midst of the ocean, the imp read. A woman clothed with the fires of the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of wrath. Lelia followed his gaze and caught sight of a winged woman flying above the tree. From this vantage point, she appeared to hover just above Drum in the distance. The creature burned brightly, a phenomenon the mermaid had only seen once before in her long life. And the creatures of the sea fled before the moon, and the waters of the oceans were taken, and the land was burned, and the seas themselves became as fire. Lelia screamed in horror as the flying woman turned errant walls of water into columns of flame and set them plummeting toward the reef below. Soon they had set what was left of the ocean ablaze along with the coral trees she had worked so hard to protect. The imp leaped upon the rock and held his tome up high, and upon her crown was written, From chaos and pain, a new paradise is born. Lelia watched the mystic coral tree, the heart of Gaboro Reef, burn. 
The deep ones that had been ascending it scrambled to get out of the way of the flames, but their containers of water went slick with oil and ignited in turn. I saw a new fiery prison of the tormented, the imp continued. For the first world has passed away and been devoured, and there was no more sea, only the endless fields of molten sin. The prows of rusted ships appeared amid the torrents of flame. Some sailed and others plunged the hundreds of feet to the reef. As they fell, winged Arrhenes took hold of their sailors, goblins, kobolds, Razudan, and others, and bore them to safety. Entire vessels smashed into the tree of guile, exploding through layers of coral in bursts of molten metal. From the great tree of the ocean shall the chaos spread its fiery tendrils. The imp wailed, slamming its tome on the rock. A fortune-class dreadnought overtook and scattered the bulk of the invading fleet, plummeting like a bird of prey into the center of the reef. Guile shuddered under the impact. Its branches wilted and turned to ash. Its skeleton blackened. Infused into marble, and the soul of the coral tree that had sustained the reef for epochs burst into a living fire. Lelia shook herself. She could not afford tears, not when these devils could turn them into burning oil. She hurried to save some of the younger deep ones, those too small to attempt the climb up the tree. Help me. She implored, "Take me back to the village. We will heal the survivors of this apocalypse for as long as we can, until the curse of Drom or this infernal chaos consumes us. But we will never abandon hope." The imp laughed as the deep ones carried Lelia away through the smoke, <laughs> and the child of sin called out to the other devils. I have struck down the law of my father. I have struck down the laws of the dragons. Take up my banner, and the cosmos will burn. That's it, guys. Wow. What I'm finding. Um Whoever's writing these stories is making me care about these characters' predicament a lot more than the voice actors do in the game. I know. I know. This is this one. When I read it through the first time, uh-huh. I nearly cried. Uh-huh. When Lelia when yeah. when Lelia just watched that tree burn. I mean, all yeah. I could think of was this was a heart. This is the thing she had been saving and I'm like, "Oh my god, I yeah. I feel for her so much and yeah. I love her strength." Yeah. Well, and it's I mean, if I follow the progression of the story, the game is going from Talara and then we have the assassination attempt and then we get introduced to the nightmare invasion and all that. And then we go to the plane of water and that's where the nightmares are, correct? Right. And when we get there, we find out that they're being invaded by the plane of fire. Yeah, they're kind of getting it from two fronts. They're having these dreams 
they're that are being turned into um, reality. You know, their their deepest fears oh, right. are being turned into reality, and but they're also being invaded by the plane of fire. And the plane of fire ain't playing. <laughs> no. no, so right, no that, but yeah, right, okay. So the plane of water is not the same thing as the nightmare. The nightmare force is distorting the plane of water. That's what we saw in the story last week. Right, and and it's the. Uh, I think they, they've also called it. It's not just the plane of water, but also the plane of dreams. Right. Um, and it's being the the Akvan are. I I believe it's the Akvan are the ones that are kind of turning these nightmare these uh um fears into dreams and nightmares mm-hmm. and this you see what's happening coming from the other side to so these poor this poor plane of water you know mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they- well, you have a metaphysical invasion with the with the dream attacks mm-hmm. which is attacking them on basically kind of like an uh, just to go crazy on the astral plane and then you have level. a yeah. yes, and then you have a physical invasion from the plane of fire, which are your basically your iron workers and everything else, your imps, your goblins, things that deal with the physical coming in and hitting them in their world tree, sort of yeah. like in the James Cameron's Avatar when the that tree they hit the where the mm-hmm. whatever the hell that yeah. was called uh, memory tree was that same thing. Yeah, um, they're hitting a whole lot of. Uh, fantasy tropes but they're hitting them well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I, th- I think they are did you guys figure out do you realize who the winged lady is well that's lady glacia right that's that's the uh the uh i've struck down the law of my father i've struck down the law of dragons yeah, the one that came with the bloodstorm right. or not the blood well the the invasions the behemoths right. that we've been killing all over the place lately yeah. Yeah. Well, I I don't know. It, maybe it's the way you read the stories. Maybe it's the fact that we're paying attention now. But I'm certainly finding myself, at least on a in a story way, more interested in mm-hmm. the problem than I. I like the old stories, but the voice acting of Hylas kind of creates a bit of an <laughs> obstacle. Um, and some of the others, I I find that way. But the stories are pretty powerful. Yeah. Wow. This, yeah. So I see that you've got something planned for next week. Well, next week we're going to kind of find out a little bit more about Lady Glacia. Okay. Um, the Heart of the Matter. This is a story that actually was released back, uh, I think, about the time the new um, dungeons Yeah, were. I remember I that, that story. That's a right good one. Then. I'm glad you're going to read that. Okay, so Lady Glacia and who she was and the whole fight that she had right. and how she ended up in Talara. Great. Right. But then you say unless? Unless they release another story from the Tales of the Deep. Then I'll okay. do that instead because I would like to keep up with this series. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm-hmm. the, you know, it's... It'll be a surprise. Oh, isn't it, though? I mean, we're following at every moment. Like, I think tomorrow there's another live stream, so we'll be watching that and seeing what there is to bring to people next week. And we've got this story. And Excellent, guys. Cool. Okay, and I, now... And I, and I say it every week. I wish I'd pay attention more to my quests. <laughs> yeah. That would actually, that would actually read the things. But you... I don't know. I, I think <laughs> I'm going to say something been. different. Mm-hmm. I would let uh, any GM a game for me. Ah, yeah. Wow. D&D, Pathfinder, whatever. 
Okay. I, th- I let her jam it. <laughs> oh, right on. Well, I know you've been planning on getting an online group going one day. If I can ever get the time. Isn't that how all, yeah, all roads lead to how much time? Okay, well, this is the time in the show where we would normally be doing the Talaran Trivia Challenge, but we've got a bit of a change because we're doing we're broadcasting at a different time. Arashan isn't able to be with us because the time zones don't mesh. So he's on hiatus for the next while until his work schedule can fit up with this again. So we miss him, and we have a shout-out to him, and... Uh, <laughs> Whenever we see him in game, he tests our brain anyhow, so don't worry. He's still asking us questions, but right now it's just not part of the show. He's um, crying in, he's, he's crying in, the, uh, to, in Twitch. Is he? Oh, so yeah. he made it in. Yeah, he, he can it make in. it in after we, we start, so he's doing it that way. Well, hey, Arshan, we miss you. And, and yeah, um, but I'm glad to not be having to think hard this late at <laughs> night, too, I think I have to say. No, no. Brain hurt questions Brain hard. Brain hurt questions hard. Now, last week there was a cool question to the community, but nobody got a right answer. Guys, do you remember what the question is? Here's me testing yes, you. Yes, who is the central protagonist, or what point of view is the uh, Riff comic that came with the original Right. It's Lux Edition. And I know Let's, all I three of you out, know, so the, know answer. the answer. You all know. Okay. So who wants, who wants, uh, Kendo's dimension? Let's carry over the week and see if somebody will answer it. You want somebody to, to see if somebody will answer it? Yep. Okay. All right. Kendo, the donor of the prize, um, wants us to turn that over for one more week. So if you know the answer to whose point of view, is the original Rift comic told from, then please uh, email your answer to riftreforged at gmail.com. And we need that sent with your tune name, your character name, and the server that you play on. And you need to send that to us by uh, 11.59 p.m. server time on Wednesday, September 24th, 2014. So if you can get your answer to us by then, uh, Kendo, what have we got as a prize? Various different dimensions I've crafted, and anything else Arshan cracks the whip with me about. That's true. And we're always looking, and we've had a couple of things donated too, and if you are on a European shard, we've got a solution for you, so we've got that worked out. But uh, yeah, just a little bit something for you if you uh, participate and have the right answer. Cool. Okay, folks, so let's give our full shout-out to our sponsors. Um, Audible first. Who's going to do that this week? Audible.com. Download your free book at audibletrial.com slash Network, and you'll receive a special 30-day free trial, which is one credit. Um, my book suggestions this week is Anything by George R. Martin, because, boy, does that man like to type out words, and it's easier if you're listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> Right you, you think he's Charles Dickens getting paid by the word? Oh no! <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I still love the fact that he writes on in in Emma in I can't even say it now in an old computer. Yes, right? uh, though I did listen to a Geek's Guide to the Galaxy interview with yeah. somebody, and his old computer finally died, so he's been upgraded to a new one, which has no connections to the internet whatsoever. Oh, okay, so he's with the old old program somehow made to work on it. So he still <laughs> writes in MS DOS on a new computer. Yes. What yes. a guy! Love it. Mm-hmm. So I totally hear you. I think that's how I'd listen to those books too. I'd go for those books. Great. So, the stand um, is amazing on Audible. Mm-hmm. I have a copy of that, and mm-hmm. 
uh, George R. R. McCameron's um, Swan Song also is a really good book. It's like a thousand pages. George R. R. McCameron? There's another George R. R. Uh, Robert R. R. McCameron, not George. Robert okay. R. R. McCameron. Cool. And it's a about 900 page book. It's a really good book, and it'll keep you busy for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Did you finish the last four pages that we were keeping you from last week? Right after I hung up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ella. That's good recommends to audible.com. Now, uh, we also have tweakedaudio.com, quality earbuds, free worldwide shipping, unbeatable customer service, and you get a lifetime warranty with these. And with our code, off the record, you get, and put that in as all one word at checkout, you get 30% off your order. All at tweakedaudio.com. Thanks for our two sponsors. Now, we also put out our thanks to Quest Gaming Network. Rift Reforged is a Quest Gaming Network production. If you are enjoying Rift Reforged, we want you to check out QGN's other great shows if you haven't already. One of the best ways to keep up to date with everything QGN does is to follow the network on Twitter. That way you know when shows go live, when they're up on iTunes, when someone's doing a spontaneous QGN gameplay live stream like we did. Didn't we, TG, this week do a spontaneous? (laughs) It was spontaneous. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. And we hope to be streaming more of Rift and there's all kinds of things like that happening. So I, follow- I promised Avar when I would do more live streaming. So. Mm-hmm. And you started this week, you're gonna keep your resolution. I am. It's all good. We're getting more characters and more people leveling up all the time. They've been asking for dungeons, so I'm expecting to see some of that stream. Um so tune in and, and see what happens. Uh and so if you follow them, it they're at at Quest Gaming on Twitter. That's what you want to follow. Now, if you want to watch live, you go to twitch.tv slash Network, And the live broadcast shows that, um, that we've got there. The good old one that's our flagship show, Elder Scrolls Off the Record. It's now at Saturday on Saturdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. New cast, going strong, great show. There's classical Elder, classic Elder Scrolls. Um, with some new hosts there, as well as the Varwin, every other Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Warcraft Off the Record are going to be recording. They have been recording on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and look for their podcast on iTunes. Uh, lunchtime in Tamriel is 12.30 to 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time, when a Varwin has a day off. And it's the best way, if you are stuck at work at lunch, follow QGN, and uh, you'll know when it's up by following on Twitter. Now, Dragon Age, off the record, with Liz and Road is up too, but I've been checking back, and I haven't got a confirmed record time on that. I think it's on Sundays, but I don't know what time. So keep tuned uh, for that. They've got a Twitter, and I'm pretty sure it's Dragon Age, off the record. Um, but if you follow Mistress LeBeau, I'm sure that um, you can get information from her too about when that yeah, she live. Yeah, she posted today she had computer issues, and she's now starting to finish up the editing on that today. Okay, so that should be on iTunes pretty soon. Great. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, of course, there's us. And we are up on iTunes usually a day or two after we record. So now that we've gone to Thursday, probably you can look for us on iTunes and the RSS feed by Saturday sometime. If you missed the live record, no worries. You can find all these shows later on YouTube.com slash Network. And we would also really love it if you followed us on Facebook or Google or both, facebook.com slash questgamingnetwork or google.com slash questgamingnetwork. If you're looking for QGN's home base, shiny, beautiful new website, go to www.questgamingnetwork.com. So, 
it's time to wrap up. At first nighttime podcast, we've come to the end. Before we go, we just want to remind you of a couple of things, who we are and how you can reach us if you would like to do so. Where can they find us in game, TG? We are on the Wolfsbane Shard. We are reforged. And Annie? Follow us on Twitter at Rift Reforged. If you're looking to send us an email, you can send any questions, comments, or suggestions at our email at riftreforged, that's all one word, at gmail.com. And you can follow our misadventures and Talara by going to reforgedguild.guildlaunch.com. And as, after you listen to the program, please like us on iTunes and give us a review. We love that. It'll make our tails wag. It really will. <laughs> Reminder of our new time. If you're with us in Twitch chat right now, you know it. But if you're listening to us later, you might not. Thursday nights, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on QGN Twitch. So, folks, there we are. Last thoughts? Keep playing uh, Rift. Yeah, I'm going to go work on getting my planner focuses for my character for right. the uh, PvP. And I'm going to go check that out. And I'm definitely going to get on my cleric that I'm still leveling, and I want to get out to the PTS and see what the Inquisitor changes are coming down, because I see that there are some coming, and I've got Inquisitor in my spec, and I want to know about it. Oh, and I found a minion card on the PTS for Fluffy. okay that'll be cool last thoughts it it says right now 301,000 favor (laughs) (laughs) that made me blow a gasket okay we've got to see if that's a placeholder price or if that it's all subject to change exactly it's it's just like the earring slots they're in there too under services for 100,000 so we'll see how if it changes here and there so <laughs> yeah, just cause a meltdown out there on the internet. No worries. No, who knows? We'll see. But it looks look kind of interesting. Any last thoughts? I'm just trying to figure out what else I need to do to make the best use of my time between now and the release. Mm, so not much lore. No, so much lore. Oh my so god, I'm keeping time. my fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, everybody, thanks for tuning in, and come by and see us next week. Bye. See y'all. Bye.